You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. On today's episode, we have both Mike and Eve for another series of Q&A with Mike and Eve. So in this episode, as we are in 2021, we quickly want to run through a few things that are both on the individual mind as well as business owners. I kind of want to start with the second economic impact payment that came through. We've received a lot of calls on people that received either the first um, stimulus check, but they're not receiving the second. Uh, so I wanted to kind of start with Eve on, for those of us who have not received our, or have received our first payment, but not our second, where can they go to see where they're, um, just go to irs.gov slash, uh, get my payment. I think that's the very cool. first tab on the left. So just click on that and then you can put your social security number, address and click submit and it'll tell you if it's been mailed out or sent ACH to your bank. Um, and for some of those that we've seen, I know what's been the issue has been people's banking information has changed like where your address has. So you've moved from the first payment to the second payment. You've moved during that time. So they've sent it via mail versus your actual. Yeah, and some of those like the bigger uh, tax corporations, they went straight to that, uh, what is it? They like have their own separate like bank or credit card or something and they were mailed to that account. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you just have to wait for that. Yeah, wait that one out. Um, and then the only other one was for people that receive, instead of mail or it's gone to your bank account, some people have had a non-available one. Um, what's that called? I want to say that they have to then ask for the relief on their 20... 20 their next tax return, correct? Yeah, so just make sure if you have not received your payment to ask your tax guy. Um, as for or gal, or gal, yeah, I'd hate to. Um, so next thing I want to talk about is the second round of funding for the PPP loans. I'll let Evan kind of speak on that. Sure. So at what we know now is basically two things. One, you just have to show a decline in uh, gross revenue from your uh, 2019 to 2019. Uh, I guess your P&L. Um, it just has to be 25% in any given quarter from 2019 to 2020. Okay. That's, that's really all we know for now. But I know they met on Wednesday, and they're supposed to give us more updates, but we'll keep you guys posted on that. Kind of like the first round of the PPP funding, we're just trying to figure out how applications are put together rather yeah, than doing each something. bank requires different documentation, but at bare minimum, I would start there. Just figure out if you have a... Uh, decrease in gross revenue from those quarters from 2019 to 2020. Just start there and then you'll know if you need to further pursue that. Absolutely. Um, where where are people with loan forgiveness? Um, I know we talked about on the last Mike and Neve, are 
has what what's the forgiven number is that all kind of done are people still waiting that period out or how's that working i think uh, most of the banks for the smaller loans are waiting for the sba to give them the final requirements to get that done we do know of a handful of people that have already submitted paper documents and have it forgiven but i think they're the sba is trying to even streamline streamline that even more yeah, by the end of this month by the end of this yeah, month a one sheet yeah but that it still it still stands that you will qualify to apply for forgiveness after the 24 weeks you still have 10 months so we're probably a couple months into that 10 months so people don't panic you still have you still have a lot of time so I'm, my suspicion is your bank will reach out to you and say, hey, we've kept it real simple. This is all you need to do. Yeah. And then um, how does that impact taxes? Because I know that originally they had given you money and they said you weren't allowed to take it off on your taxes, but now you're, you are? Or how, how does that work? Well, again, part of it is firming up what we know. Uh, so what I'm about to say may change, but it seems like in the last um, Congress uh, passed bill that not only do you get the money forgiven, but then you get to deduct the amount of payroll. And that's for the PPP program, not the EIDO. That's PPP. Okay. That you get to deduct it, and which really blows my mind. But um, so they gave you a free dollar, but you get to deduct that dollar. So it's kind of one of those. Okay, well, I guess that's the way the government is run nowadays. I guess that's the way we're doing it. Yeah, even if you got uh, funded in that first round, you can still apply for the second round as long as you're, I think it's 300 employees or, or less. Or less, yeah. yeah. So it's, and then you still have to qualify with the 25% decrease, right? Right, right. And there are some employers, depending upon what you do, um, depending on your class code of employer, you may qualify even if you have more than 300. So make sure you know what your employer class code is. Yeah, this one's supposed to be, I don't know, what this means, but it's supposed to be a lot more farmer friendly because I know that first one was a not so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So leaving the PPP behind and as we're going into, it is January 14th at the time that we're taping this, we're going into, you know, the, the tax time that hopefully is ends on April 15th instead of July 15th. If you're in this office, um, what do you recommend for people that are trying to gather all their numbers for 2020 to take into their tax prepper, 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 prepare, prepare, for their um, tax man and or gal, um, and they're kind of starting to go back through all their documents. Is there any you know tips and tricks and stuff for that? Well, I don't know about tips and tricks, but what I would say is a lot of employers are now posting their W-2s online. So you know, rather than sitting around waiting for it to come through the mail, make sure you're checking with HR or benefits or whoever's doing it to find out if those are online. Um, for a fair amount of people last year in the panic wave of COVID, you might have taken distributions from 401ks, IRAs. They did waive the penalty for that, which was an incentive for people to cash out, which unless you absolutely needed it. I, as an advisor, I strongly, strongly hope you do not do that. But you will get a 1099 for doing that, so make sure if you did take money that you wait for your 1099s. A lot of times on the investment accounts, um, 
and especially during COVID, and we had tons of not only downturn in the market, but then a V-shaped recovery in the market, you may have advisors out there who moved money around. Um, when you get your statement from your uh, investment company, make sure it says final on it, not preliminary. Because if it's preliminary and you do your taxes, some, sometime in March, you're gonna get another one and you'll probably have to amend your taxes because it wasn't final. So just be smart about those things. Just be patient. I mean, let, let the things come in, set up a tax file, just a manila folder. You don't even have to open everything now. Just make sure that if it says important tax document, throw it in the file. So, and then what you can do is pull out last year's tax return, pull out those documents, compare them to make sure that you have the same things. If you bought a home, if you sold a home, which a lot of people did, um, make sure you have your closing documents for both the sale and the purchase. Absolutely. And those are the things that we need as we're going into February, March, and April, the busiest uh, time of the year for us. So if you guys need any help um, with your taxes, with your accounting, with anything, with the PPP or the EIDL programs, feel free to reach out to our office and we'll go from there. Thanks, guys. You can say goodbye. Goodbye. Hey guys, thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group Podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.